I'd like to welcome y'all to Secrets from the South. I'm your friend, Scotty Ray, along with my co-host, Terry. Now, you'll quickly catch on that we don't sound like the man on the 6 o'clock news. We talk a little slower, and we've got a southern drawl. But nonetheless, we've got a great podcast lined up just for you. We'll bring you some interesting stories. They're sometimes crazy and a little unbelievable. But it would be just plain impolite not to share them. So get yourself comfortable. Find some southern charm and a glass of iced tea and enjoy. Earlier this week, I had walked across my yard to my shop and I was tinkering with an old car I've got. And as usual, I dropped a bolt and it rolled across the floor and I was looking. And, and in the background on my speakers, I start hearing an old REO Speedwagon song. Heard it from a friend who heard it from a friend. And it got me to thinking about gossip. Statistically, they say 80% of conversations every day include gossip. Boy, am I glad I'm not one of them. But I sure know a lot of people who do. So sit back and enjoy this week's podcast titled, Heard It From a Friend Who Heard It From a Friend. Terry, let's dive off into our first story about how gossip is just, it isn't good. Okay. We'll change the name since we don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. And since or, you're not guilty of gossip, Of course I'm not. I would okay. never repeat gossip unless it was juicy. Gotcha. <laughs> like I said, I've changed the names and we're going to call them Family A, Family B. So sit back, kind of visualize this where you're sitting right now. A family of five, a husband, wife, and three kids live in a nice little community there. Somewhere in America probably here in the South. <laughs> we'll call them Family A. On one evening, they decided to play cards. They invited Couple B from across the street over. All the kids were asleep at Family A. Family B doesn't have kids. Okay. Did I confuse you too much? No, I'm with you so far. Keep on. All right. I'm enjoying it. After it gets started, uh, Family A's wife gets a little tipsy. She's had a drink or two. Okay. And she starts flirting with husband B. Oh. Ooh, always a bad sign here. Yeah, that is. Several hours later, quite drunk, everyone decided the evening was over and couple B went on home. Husband A went up to bed. So wife A is downstairs cleaning up. Why is wife A, not to interrupt, but why is the wife always the one cleaning up? Because and the guy a, goes to bed? Because a man can't do it right. You've never, if he does it, it's going to be wrong. So why even try? I think it's because a man doesn't want to. <laughs> Is that what you think? A few minutes later, husband B knocks on the door. Wife A lets him back in. And the next thing you know, they're lip locked right there up in the kitchen. Now, oh, wow. So the flirting took a whole life of itself. Yeah, it did. Because she winked at him a little bit too much. Maybe there's some footsie going on under the yeah, table that we don't was. know about. Yeah. But that's as far as it went. It okay. didn't go any further, you know, no right, gotcha. that. I can't say that. So he goes back home, and wife B is sitting there waiting up right there at the door on him. Ooh. He couldn't sneak in. So she busts him. 
and accuses him of having an affair the whole nine yards. He admits what he's done. So they start getting a divorce, and they sue Family A. Wife B sues Family A. Why? You still with me on the A's and yeah, the B's? Yeah, but why is she suing? Because of uh, lack of, what do you call that, uh, when you uh, lack of? Alienation of affection? That's it. I couldn't think of it. So it's spread all over the neighborhood now that Wife A is a slut. And it's just everywhere. And everybody's running them down. Oh, so the gossip is that she's done something, I mean, outside of or gone further than just the the right. innocent kissing. Not that, well, I shouldn't say innocent kissing. But, you don't kiss another person's spouse, but that's all they did. Right. But And the reason she thought that was, oh, husband B over there, he had been down to family D several times before and done this. So he's kind of guilty. Of, oh, so he had a checkered pass. Yeah. So that's what made it. So she starts running a wife A down the country. She can't, she can't even show up at the PTAs. This hasn't gotten so bad because everybody's whispering behind her back. It doesn't take long. Yeah. Now, was she guilty of a little something? There was a little truth there. Oh, yeah. I mean, she kind of started the wheels in motion. Right. But they did stop at the kissing. Right. And while that's wrong... I don't know that that constituted for her to be labeled what she was labeled and then probably in all aspects probably had to pack up, move or whatever else because everybody thought that she was this floozy. Yeah, floozy, uh, marriage wrecker, whatever else. And there's two to tango. That's correct. Now they're living in Birmingham. They had to move. It got so bad, they had to pack up and just move out of town because it it was never going away. So if you've got a couple that just moved into Birmingham and you're in that, that's who it is. (laughs) Well, think about that, though. Think about how many things get told. Or or this. Have you ever done the exercise where you take 10 people and you tell one person? It's an exercise. Okay. In meetings, yeah. Yeah. You do these and these little workplace things where you tell somebody something they turn around tell somebody the same thing and by the time that it gets to the end it's totally different than how it started that's correct and how dangerous that can be if that's you or somebody else yeah, and not everything you, and i've always heard never believe anything that you hear and only half of what you see because you can be looking at something and misinterpret What's there? I tried to tell my wife that several times, and she didn't, wouldn't believe me. Well, you know, there's and there's always those people that, and we all know who they are. If you want any kind of scoop, you're going to get it from whoever. That's correct. They have a name. And, you know, it's like, I don't know. I have not heard that. But let me see if I can't verify with so-and-so. And so-and-so is the person that you go to because they are the ones that know. Why are we so fascinated with hearing gossip or spreading gossip? Oh, it's everywhere. It's widespread, Terry. And it's not just limited to families. It takes place in church. I mean, it can, actually, I mean, it can absolutely oh. destroy a church. I've seen that happen. And it can happen in the workplace. Uh, people are guilty just because a guy and a girl work on a project together. They've got a deadline. They have to stay over to get this project done. And in a lot of cases, there's nothing there but a working relationship. But you give it time, and it will breed life. And before you know it, they've been having an affair. They've gone off on trips together. They've done all these things that somebody started with a couple of words. Maybe they're just the one that plants the seed. I wonder what's going on with John and Sally. 
You ever notice that they're always working late? And before you know it, that gossip person Mm -hmm. that I told you about takes John and Sally and spins it around, and they've been having an affair for 10 years. And if you just keep your mouth shut, everybody would be happy. But it's not just women. It's men, too. Okay, so tell me if this qualifies for what you're talking about. I got a call from a, uh, a friend of mine the other night, and you, you know, when somebody calls you initially, you don't realize it. Well, this is kind of gossip they're telling you. Right. But he called me up and he goes, look, he goes, there's a, there's a vicious, and he referred to it as a rumor floating around the neighborhood. He said that Jimmy was going to work the other morning and he saw Tyler's wife's car parked at Jimbo's house at 430 in the morning. And he goes, they got to be, you know, having an affair for her to be over there that early in the morning. Right. And before you know it, nine neighbors knew it spread throughout the little cul-de-sac there. And you know what happened in the end? What? His car broke down. He had borrowed a car from a friend and that's why it was sitting in the yard. But the damage was already done. Oh, yeah. It was spread everywhere that an affair was going on. He just used a car. How many times does that happen, girl? A lot. And sometimes we think that it's limited. The gossiping is limited to women. But is it? No, I don't think so. Doesn't sound like it by the phone call that you no, got. because his wife probably told him. So you're telling me you think women gossip more than men. Oh, yeah, they do. Really? Yeah, I've always thought that. Okay, well, why don't we just check this out? I think we should, because I think in the end, you're going to find out that women are the gossipers. What is the fascination with gossiping? Because it's juicy. And you know that, like I do, it's something you hadn't heard, and you've got to tell somebody before they hear it from somebody else, so you can get the glory from it. Well, and, and do you think it's because if I tell somebody, then it, me, it means that I'm in the know? Yes, it does. It's, it's that, uh, that, that, that power thing I, I'm guessing here. So you truly still believe that women gossip more than men? Yeah, because I hear most of, maybe it's because I hang around women more. Huh. I don't know. But yeah, I think women do. And do, do you, you have some stats to prove me wrong? Yeah, I do. So hold on just one second. I've got it. Okay, so here's an article that says, first of its kind study reveals who gossips the most and how often. All right. Well, tell me more about it. Okay, so it says that they did a study. The University of California, Riverside, and they put a portable listening device on 467 study participants. Of those, 269 were women and 198 were men. Okay. They were all between the ages of 18 and 58. So think about that. 18 and 58. To find out who gossips, how much, and about whom. And what they found out was that most of the gossip that they heard were conversations that were just neutral, meaning the people involved were simply sharing information. Most of the gossip was about an acquaintance, and negative gossip was twice as prevalent with younger people than it was positive gossip. So is it that older people just don't care? I think we do. I mean, my gosh, think about what you hear when you go to church or you go to play (laughs) tennis or you're on the golf course or whatever else you cannot tell me that there's not gossip going on but here's the interesting thing while you said you knew without a shadow of a doubt that women gossip more than men it's basically neutral that's what that said yes but come on now that's in california no this is a study that's done anywhere there's been several uh, different articles i can pull up another one that says men gossip just as much as women Okay, miss, I never tell any gossip. What do you know? 
Okay, so I have one little story, and I've told this over and over and over. Really, it's kind of a learning lesson. So when I was in college, which was, you know, just... Last week. Yeah, right around the corner. I was in the sorority, and as you know, anybody that's been in a sorority or fraternity knows that you've got rush or now i think they call them potential new members coming up and you have to look at their photo and they've got now it's just real elaborate you've got the resume of you know what was their gpa what was their so you're trying to describe animal house to me here it it was not quite that bad but you know (laughs) so it really is it has gotten a life of its own about going uh through rush i mean it is it's very dramatic for those, again, to be politically correct, potential new members. And so uh, they had this one girl, her hair, I mean, her picture popped up, and she was from the same hometown as uh, one of my sorority sisters, who I really didn't know that well, and there's a good reason that probably didn't. This sorority sister pops up, says, now y'all, that's what we say in the South, we do not want this girl. And they, she proceeded to talk about how terrible this girl was, that she had a shady reputation. She was not the kind of girl that I that our sorority would want. Look, I'm already wanting her out. Oh, yeah. I You've mean, and she me really, hooked. she painted her like a dog. Yeah. So let me tell you, guess what we did? What'd you do? We cut her. Yeah. She did not make it any further. Um, and so, you know, I thought we'd done the right thing. I thought this girl spoke up. And, and I'm a true believer, and this is a conversation for a different day, that people outgrow a lot of their bad things. But this is the thing. I don't really know whether this girl did those things or not. I think we found out later that it was all bad rumors. She had started these rumors. And this is what a lot of people do. They start rumors on other people so that they make themselves look better. When they're actually probably guilty of what they're accusing the other one of. You could not have said that better, because guess what? Guess what I found out? What did you find out? She was the biggest, I'm going to say dog, Okay. bad reputation of the entire sorority. The very person that was cutting and saying slanderous and awful things about this poor young girl, she was the very one that was doing all those things. Are you going to tell me any of this good, juicy stuff? Because I want to know. Well, I mean, you just leave your mind to wonder because, again, I thought you said that guys don't gossip. (laughs) So what I'm saying is she painted her to be a not-so-good person when it came to uh, her interactions with men. Let's just say that. And that she was not somebody that the sorority would look uh, kindly to. In reality... That was false, come to find out later. She was the one that was doing all these things. She was the one that had the bad reputation that followed her through college. But yet, she gossiped, she had all those negative comments, and that action took place where we cut her, and looking back on it, that's why I said, lessons learned. Sometimes the gossip that you hear is not true, number one, Number two is told to make that person that's telling the the gossip look better. And a little bit of advice on this. If you're young, listen to this, just starting out first job, people like that in college that do that, do that for the rest of their lives. Watch them. Yeah. And have you ever noticed this too, Scotty Ray, that you'll have, there are people that are out there and this is kind of a light gossip. They will talk because they'll talk about it themselves as much as they'll talk about somebody else. 
you encounter them in the grocery store or they make a delivery at your house or I don't know, you're getting gas and somehow you strike up a conversation with somebody and they tell you everything. Oh, yeah. Out of the gate. and You don't even know them. I, I mean, you're like, you can't get out of there quick enough. You already know they've been married four or five times. What happened to their marriages on all of them? What uh, is a story they've told you about a neighbor? Mm-hmm. Uh, they just live for that thing. And if it's telling a stranger, well, even better. They're going to tell it. Where would you say, if you were just sitting back, relaxing, thinking, where do you hear the most gossip come from? I would have to say either a nail salon or a hair salon. I'd say you nailed it head on. That's my first guess, too. Yeah. All right, let me paint a picture for you here. Okay. All right, you got two ladies cutting hair, and you've got two people sitting in the chairs getting their hair done. Right. Generally, it is the the clients talking to the hairdresser. And this girl named Jess, who is a hair cutter, is talking to her client, and beside her is a girl named Susan. Okay. And she's telling her, the girl that's cutting hair, how the girl next to her, which I just totally forgot her name. Jess and Susan? Yes, Susan. So she's telling a story how Susan, the girl that cuts hair next to her, has a, what I guess you would call a secret admirer client. Okay. He's a married guy that constantly comes in and he hits on her and, you know, probably says things he shouldn't, but he leaves great tips. Uh, I think he left her a $100 tip one day getting a haircut. Wow. Uh, she was going on a I'd ski trip. I'd say that's trip. a pretty good t- uh, tip. Yeah, that's a real. And it even gets better there. And she goes on to tell the girl that's cutting hair. She goes, oh, it gets even better. If he finds out she's going on vacation, he come back. She was going on a ski trip. And he bought a gift certificate to the lodge she was going to for $500. Even though he didn't need a haircut, he come in and got a little trim. Uh-huh. And he thinks he's going to get, is the word, and I don't want to, is the word, is it okay to say lucky? Is that the way to yeah, put it? Yeah, And so she just goes on and on about how this guy's hitting on her and she thinks he's a creep. I mean, she's just running him down the country. And the reason it all come up, he's sitting out here waiting to get his hair cut. So she looks down at her at her watch and goes, oh my gosh, it's three o'clock. He's here to go get his hair cut. So Susan, the girl that's over here that she's been talking about, her little secret admirer goes to get the guy. He comes back to sit down and the lady that's been telling this story, guess what? What? That's her husband. Oh my goodness. So can you imagine how that situation got sticky? And you know the old saying where they say, telegraph, telephone, tell a hairdresser. But in this case, it's the hairdresser yeah. that's doing all the talking. How could that have happened in a million years? The, the likelihood. But that's happened to all of us. Have you ever said something and then found out it was like insert foot and mouth? You're telling it to the wrong people. Well, 90% of the time, somebody's kin to somebody. Small towns don't even think about it. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's just a breeding ground. When you're at a nail salon or you're at a hair salon, it's just kind of, I mean, what are you supposed to do? You're getting your hair done. You're waiting. You're getting your nails done. I mean, it's going to be boring if you're sitting there for an hour and some sometimes longer depending on for women, especially if you're getting color or anything like that. You're going to be there for a while. I mean, it's just normal when you have that many women, and again, I'm not saying that women gossip more than men because we already know it's equal. But if you have that many people in there, and it can be a mixture, I'll go back and say it can be a mixture of men and women sitting in there, you got to talk about, you may start off talking about football. Yeah. You could be talking about college football. You could be talking about whatever. But inevitably, it will center around somebody. Somebody either leaves, somebody comes in. And that story just kind of takes on a life of its own. 
you know, the, the, the place that wants to have gossip and it just never works out. Do you know where that place is? Where? The dentist. Because he's always going to try to make you talk. And he's oh, got my his gosh. And, and you got your mouth. <laughs> you can't tell him nothing. Exactly. So if they ask you something, at least, even if you're one of these ones that loves to spread gossip, it's probably a little difficult for you to spread it then because it's hard for them to understand what you're saying. That's right. But there is always that same person, and we all know who they are, you know, that you can count on that's either going to be the one that's spreading the malicious gossip, uh, like the story I told about the sorority, or they're just, it's just in them to tell a story about somebody else. And we're all fascinated. I mean, when you think about it, if we're not fascinated by things like that, why do we have the Hollywood gossip, TMZ gossip bucket, the National Enquirer? Think about how long that's been there. And I guess if you think about uh, who is the, the biggest gossiper ever, I would have to think of Joan Rivers. Absolutely. She loved to tell stuff. You know, even at the expense or. Roseanne Barr or any of those type people that would tell stuff and and think about it in today's world we tell things on TV it can be NBC it can be uh, NBC ABC CBS and there's no fact checking anymore not anymore if you hear it it's all about being the first ones to report it you can go back and redact that statement later but it's all about getting the story out there and it's the same idea the same premise behind someone telling somebody else have you ever thought it's like i've got to be the first one to go tell that person gossip can be so detrimental because we'll hear we will hear one little thing take it as truth run with it can ruin somebody's reputation somebody's life like in the situation that you told about um couple a couple b yeah uh they had to move um and then we find out later that you only got a snippet of the information. There's more to the story. Same thing with when you told about the guy that sees the car. Yeah. And finds out later it's just, you know, it was an innocent thing. So a lot of times there is some gossip there, but we're just but again, there's there's more to the story, I guess. That's what we should always be aware of. Always step back. Yeah, but we love to be the first ones that says, Hey, did you know that I don't know why that's in us, but we want to be the first one that is either the bearer of some juicy stuff. Oh, let somebody die in the community. How many phone calls do you get when somebody's dying? Oh, yeah. And I know a lot of it is to pass that is to pass that on, but we're fascinated with being the one that's in the loop. Yeah. In the know. So, Scotty... Now that you know that men gossip just as much as women do, how do you feel about that? Well, you don't think the article could have been, like, swayed a little bit? Uh, no, I don't think so at all. So it's just hard for me to swallow. i got to be, you know, truthful about it. I know it says it on paper, but it's gosh, that's hard to believe. You mean when you're at a buddy's house, you are not gossiping? Well, I don't think men really consider that gossip. We tell it as the truth. You know, like, and this is, and let me scare a bunch of women here. Anything that you ever did in high school will follow you to your 90. Trust me. I mean, somebody's name can be brought up from 35 years ago. And they go, hey, do you remember what she done at prom? Oh, my gosh. I mean, it never goes away. So maybe, I'm, I'm not saying it is. I'm saying that possibly that might be considered to some gossip. Okay, well, here's the thing. In that same article that we were talking about, 
and I don't have it right here in front of me, but I remember reading where it said the distinction between what men gossip about and what women gossip about are this. Men gossip about somebody else, but they're included in the gossip. It's their connection with this person. You know, I went out on a date with this girl, and let me tell you, and then it goes from there. Women talk about somebody else that they may not have they may or may not have an association with. They're not included in the story. Okay, I got you now. Yeah, it's a connection with a man. He's got his hand in the cookie jar, so to speak. Yeah. And a woman is just, She's hey. telling about somebody else. Yeah. Okay, I, I can see that. Yeah, that was the distinction. So what's going on? Well, I just got a text. Do you know Connie that works down at Tri-State Bank? Yeah. You're not going to believe what she just did. What? Well, a buddy of mine just texted me that he heard just a few minutes ago she accidentally sent a picture of... Uh -uh. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. We hope you enjoyed our podcast and will continue to listen more. We promise to provide stories that intrigue, provide humor, reflect our heritage and culture, whether strange and alarming. Leave us a review and let us know how we're doing. Let us know what you liked or disliked. Do you have a story to share? If so, we'd like to hear from you. Please email us at comments at secretsfromthesouth.com and provide a brief description of your story along with contact information and we'll be in touch. Until next time, well now, you know a secret or maybe you know some gossip from the South now. <laughs>